0: Welcome, everyone, to Censored Sunday with the Resilient Me, your host, Cherie Holmes, And today, I have the lovely Jessica Martin from Rabbit's Pantry, and she's going to tell us a little bit about what she does, most importantly, help us reduce our anxiety and our stress with some amazing ideas for teas and herbs you can use to calm yourself and center
1: yourself. So, Jessica, tell us what you do. Hi, thank you so much for having me on. I'm really happy to be here. Um, Rabbit's Pantry actually started a few, well, more than a few years ago, but when we started, it because of my own illnesses. So having multiple autoimmune diseases, a lot of what feeds that and triggers these diseases is stress and anxiety and not doing any self-care. Mm-hmm. That was a hard lesson to learn. Um, but one of the things that really was a a pivotal point for me is I was at an appointment with my rheumatologist at this point, like I'm not working, I'm home in bed. This was one of the rare times I could actually make it to my appointment on my own because I just was physically so not well. Mm -hmm. And she said to me, what you have is a mind, body, spirit disconnect. Mm -hmm. What? (laughs) All right. I go to church. I like, I practice. I believe. Yeah. <laughs> what do you mean? And you know, so it's, it, and there are definitely um, some commonalities with people with the types of diseases I have that are around this. But a lot of it is like you just get so disconnected. Mm-hmm. You don't even acknowledge or recognize the anxiety. And you also don't acknowledge or recognize like certain things that like end up piling and causing this disaster, if you will. And so when we were talking, she was telling me, she's like, you know, Western medicine, I I was not responding to. So she was like, let's try Eastern medicine. And so she gave me this whole list of things to try, right? Like I tried acupuncture that's awesome if it works for you. Like, to me, that became like this very traumatic experience. (laughs) Oh, you have to tell us what happened in your
0: acupuncture experience. You can't say that and just leave us hanging. (laughs) Okay.
1: Okay. So, um, my husband is a firm believer in acupuncture and he was getting it and he's like, it's amazing. You got to try it. Uh like, I mean, I don't have a needle issue either. Like I have all kinds of tattoos, like a being autoimmune disease. I'm like, whatever, stick the IV here. This is the best thing. Like, I'm so good at being poked. Right. Okay. And I was like, I can do this. And I went in and I had my appointment and like the first time she did it, she's like, I'm just going to put in a few needles um, because your system is so flared up. And I'm like, okay, so um, a few needles means like a dozen. And I was like, oh, oh my gosh, like this is so many needles. (laughs) And they're like in my head and they're on my hands, my stomach, there were some on my feet and they hurt so bad. And she's like, they shouldn't hurt. And I was like, oh, they hurt really bad. And then the needles were like pushing out. Like my body was rejecting the needles and they were bleeding. Like, okay, let's just try three. And so I, long story right but like it keeps going on and I was seeing her for like a year this is the same acupuncture as my husband was going to every week and I was going to every week uh-huh. my husband was like no I get like 30 needles I don't feel any of them there's no bleeding there's no nothing uh-huh. she was like honey this just ain't gonna work for you <laughs> so I was like oh, it was like so painful and I'm like okay I'm ready and she's like we're not gonna do this <laughs> she's like, this is not working. I was like, okay, good. Cause this is so crazy. <laughs> <Just> calm down. <laughs> I tried, yeah. Oh my gosh. And I, everyone I was talking to was like, that is so not how acupuncture worked for me. And I'm like, no, it's a bloody mess. Like it's not good. <laughs> <So, laughs> yeah. You know, um, but so I tried that and then, um, obviously my system is incredibly sensitive. Mm-hmm. Um, so i ended up also trying um chinese medicine so i find this chinese doctor and again i'm calling friends and they're like oh i love mine and i love mine and i'm like okay great so i go to this chinese doctor so amazing
0: okay
1: kind really smart it's amazing what they have to study and um i'm not going to say it didn't work it was just really uh what do i want to say it's really intense okay serious, but <laughs> so he, he was, and he knew me and my company and he, so he knew about my teas, and he knew about my herbs and we both were like geeking out together, right? Like, Oh my gosh, I love that herb, right? And I'm, like, I'm going to put these herbs in here. And I'm like, Ooh, what's that one? I haven't heard of it. And then I was like taking it and I'm like, Oh my gosh, it was making me so sick. Ooh. And it's normal though. For like Chinese medicine, it's very strong. Okay. And the whole concept of healing is to be proactive instead of reactive. Mm. Whereas Westerns all reactive, right? So I'm going to do this and um, I went to him for a little bit, but then it just kind of like stopped and I couldn't get any better. Mm-hmm. And so, um, I just do say that if you do try Chinese medicine, they incorporate so many things. They incorporate like your energy, um, they incorporate uh, the acupuncture, massage, herbs, like everything, like it's a full holistic approach, right? And, and that's why I was like, this is it, this is going to be it. And, um, yeah, I plateaued and that was lame. Um, and then, then, I, but I was getting better. So like at this point, like I'm seeing hope. And at this point I'm also was seeing one of my friends who had a herb shop and we had been talking and she was like, we'll try these herbs. So between the Chinese doctor's herbs and her herbs, I started kind of going, huh? Well, oddly enough at the same time. Um, I found out like some things about myself where I was like hey can anyone else like feel herbs like literally feel them like you can feel the energy of the herb and you know like oh this is for headaches and migraines and this is for anxiety attacks And people were like no <laughs> oh, okay how did you learn to do herbs <laughs> But it was like, so I'm going on this journey and I'm trying all these different things, but I end up with um, doing yoga. And um, I end up doing the obvious full lifestyle overhaul. Like I changed everything during this process. Um, I also not only started taking herbs, but created a whole company around them. And then um, really stayed in line with like beliefs and really spending that time in like spirit and doing the mind body connecting. And it really made like just this insane difference for me. I honestly before that I didn't realize how out of control my anxiety was and my stress and just all of the other things that were coming because I was just so sick. It was just another symptom, you know. Um, so it was it was quite a journey. Uh, it has some funny stories now. Uh, but there were definitely like moments in there where I was like, something's gotta change. I gotta do something and I can't live this life. Mm-hmm. And I had this conversation with my dad, I don't know, it was like two years ago. And I had said he was like, you know, I'm so proud of you with your company and you're so better, you're like, you're so much better because I was so sick. And he's like, You're really doing amazing. And I was like, Yeah, so the weird thing is, is like people don't do things the way I do. And like now that I'm in this world, I'm finding out that there's all these other like companies and apothecaries and herbalists and all this stuff and they don't do it like I do and he was like well It kind of runs in the family like your great-grandfather like they were he was a minister and when he was traveling one of the things that happened like a long time ago obviously Mm -hmm. is he in trouble because he could like run his hands through the wheat fields and like bees would conjure up and Then he did a lot of studying with like the Native Americans, finding out like how, um, like the whole thing about like the energy with all these herbs and, you know, the whole concept of like everything was created for a purpose and they're they're here for us. Everything's here for us. We don't have to keep doing things the way we were. And so it's really like, um, kind of confirming to me, like, okay, like I'm I'm all right, like. (laughs) my blood. I'm supposed yeah. to do this. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So grandfather. that's kind of what happened. And, and so as uh, the world changed and more people started having these same symptoms and they started suffering from depression, suicide, anxiety, stress, and then spending a lot of time studying uh, what all the studies are on the effects of your brain and your body, with that and then also understanding like the herbs and how their energy works and how they feel. It was very simple. And we just kind of came up, well, for us. Um, so we just kind of came up with like this lifeline, um, which is literally what the line of teas is called. And it's just regular life is intense nowadays and it's no one's alone in it. Like there's some form of this you're going through. Mm-hmm. Like, people originally come to us a lot of times just because they can't sleep. Right. And they're like, I can't sleep or like, I just physically hurt when I wake up or, you know, these minor symptoms, but they don't go away. Mm -hmm. It's just understanding where they come from and why they're there. And then being able to find mixes for them, because after people have been getting their teas for a while, you can kind of go, Oh my gosh, I need this one. And I need that one. And I, but then you have control over what's going on inside you. Right. And you're not harming your body. It's there's, a whole like practice and ritual around making a tea where it's like it's kind of like when you go to bed you turn out your lights and you're telling your body you're going to bed by creating these actions that are going to make you sleep it's the same thing when you make a cup of tea so when you're making a cup of tea it's the actions of like you have to wait the two minutes for the water to boil and then Like for me, because I don't just drink one tea. I'm like a little bit of this and a little bit of that. So I'm blending my own tea, you know, because I'm like, I put like tummy tamer and anxiety and like all these different teas together. And I'm like, oh yeah, I need this today. I'll
0: sprinkle this.
1: (laughs) 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 But then, like, while you're making it, it like is so uh, amazing because then you sit and wait for it to steep and, you know, and then you finally get this cup of tea, but you've gone through this action of this practice and ritual that makes it so that your body's already going we're going to calm down yeah it's you're priming your body through the practice every night like this is what we
0: do before we go to sleep so definitely helps it's like a trigger
1: yeah exactly Mm
0: -hmm. what amazing story um so many questions came up while you were talking and I'm like oh maybe she can help me (laughs) because I have like I've done acupuncture I've done all kinds of herbs and stuff and not necessarily gotten the results that I wanted I'm definitely way better way better than I was before um, but haven't quite got the full um, manifestation I guess you can say of being able to release all of that which is one of the reasons also that I'm talking about anxiety this month um, with our tribe is because a lot of people do suffer from it. And as you said before, we get so comfortable with the symptoms, you know, we normalize it like, oh, I just hurt when I wake up in the morning or, oh, yeah. it's just it's just hard for me to go to sleep. That's how life is, you know. Right? And then we never address that mind body connection, which I know for sure was my biggest issue um, before I saw some major results. But at this point, I'm just kind of like, okay, what else do I need? <laughs> what else do I need to do to get that last bit of relief? So I want you to share with us, like, what are your top three, you know, go go to teas or herbs to calm um, anxiety and, and to just give us that sense of relaxation? Or Are those different? Are they the same herbs? I don't know. Help us out.
1: You know, so I feel
0: like I should be taking notes while I'm also doing this interview. <laughs> I, I literally was about to grab my pen and I'm like, wait, you're interviewing. You can't do that right now.
1: <laughs> you're fine. It <You're> right. <laughs> so that's such an interesting question. Like there's different levels of pain. And so sometimes when you get like that ache, that's the high level where it's like in your skin and your skin sensitive, or it's in your muscles, or it's just like an ache that's mild, um, those are a totally different type of ache and pain than when it's deep in the muscle or heavy in the joints. And also having it in certain areas of your body is different things too. So for example, if you're um, just, if it's new and you've had it for like a week, it might be, you know, a virus. You might actually just be sick. And that would be something more along the lines of like feverfew and cap Because those are herbs that are going he to- They t- so fast. They'd say it slower
0: so I can write this down. <laughs> I, skullcap. I actually do have some of that. But what was the other one? Feverfew. feverfew. And skullcap. It's few
1: F-E-W. <laughs> okay. Okay. Thank you. Yeah. Fever-few. So, Fever-few is an herb that is designed for headaches. Washington State's designed. It's grown and <laughs> it's for like um, headaches and fevers and migraines, things like that. Okay. And so those kinds of aches that come from that obviously get addressed with these types of herbs and skullcap addresses nerves. And so again, when you have um, these, these are the herbs that I would use for like surface level right? They're, um, they're also used for like um, restless leg syndrome. They're used heavily for anxiety attacks. Um, so
0: it's combined skullcap and fever fuse combined or just the skullcap
1: alone? It depends. So if you're just looking at anxiety and you're having a panic attack or an anxiety attack, you can just take skullcap. Okay. You mix the herb with other herbs you'll find it even more effective. So like for example one of our blends is called Make It Stop and literally it was uh, most of our names are kind of funny and it was just like just make it stop like this day or whatever right let's make it stop. So that one has feverfew, skullcap, peppermint, and lavender in it And those herbs specifically are for helping get rid of that anxiety attack, helping with headaches and migraines, helping with tension, pain. But then when you get the other pains that come from inflammation. So when your brain starts suffering from too much stress, Mm -hmm. your body will start overproducing inflammation. And it's because- I think that's my problem. Go ahead. (laughs) right? That's me too. (laughs) What will happen is when you're, you're not eating right, when you're not getting enough sleep, when you're trying to be calm and be in that moment. And you're like, I got this. I'm totally calm. You still are taking that stress on like, yes, you can be in that moment. Like I did this just this last week. I was like, (laughs) crazy stuff was happening crazy stuff. And I was like, cool. Okay. And then another call comes in and I'm like, wow, it's midnight and I'm still getting these emergency phone calls. This is awesome. <laughs> so I was like, I got this. And then the next day I go to work and they were just like, boom, like all this stuff. Right. And I was like, cool. And then all of a sudden I'm like, I'm going to be right back. I gotta go and throw up. Like <laughs> I'm not dealing, <laughs> you're <laughs> right. but you're like, look at how calm I am. Yeah. I got- You're like, no. Not
0: really. The storm's brewing.
1: (laughs) So, you know, when you're looking at those types of things, the pains you get from there are typically in your joints. Um, you there'll be deep muscle pain. This is all deeper stuff. You'll get the inflammation that will be in your digestive tract. You will get the inflammation in um your major muscle groups, in your major joints. Mm -hmm. Now you're starting to experience like a full body pain. And then Obviously you need to sleep. You need to eat like things that are, don't have Inflammatories in them, but and then drink lots of water. But then what you'll find is that the herbs associated with that are totally different You can still take and I still do take fever cap and skull or skull cap and feverfew um, Because a lot of times they will be combined but you'll also want to incorporate things like the lemon balm a chamomile uh turmeric i see you're writing so i'm going slower eucalyptus i'm
0: actually proud of myself i'm growing some lemon balm in my backyard so i'm really yeah. that i do have some turmeric so carry on i'm writing <laughs>
1: yeah right right uh and then uh eucalyptus um, some of that too okay yeah licorice fruit I got some of that too. I'm doing pretty good. I'm just not taking them all, but go ahead. Well, we have this one tea, and it was so funny because when I made it, I totally made it for me. And it was just this, right? It's like this massive inflammation. Like I have RA and bursitis and all these things that I'm just like, this is so much. It, It hurts. And like when I get worked up and stressed and anxiety, it expresses itself through that. And I'm just like, this is awesome. Um, So there's this tea we have called disjointed. So with the disjointed tea, what's so great about it is it works really well. Um, Lots of people with arthritis use it, uh, with rheumatoid arthritis, bursitis. But the funny thing is, is it does work so good for injuries too, because it does go into these major areas and relieve pain and pressure and the all over body aches. Um, But a lot of the cortisol Uh, what happens is when that's not balanced in your body, which cortisol is directly impacted by the way you care for your body. And so when you are experiencing stress and anxiety, your cortisol gets off. And once that's off, it starts releasing all these other hormones in your body that's causing this panic in your system. Mm -hmm. And your body will overproduce things, underproduce others. And all of that creates these pains and aches. And so once you can start very quickly noticing, like, hey, this is something that might trigger me, or this is not fun, but I'm gonna make it, like the example I gave you of when I'm like, hold on, I gotta go throw up, I just can't cope. It's yeah. like, really, the day before, I only drank one cup of anxiety, and I probably should've drank like a whole gallon of it, right? <laughs> okay. like, i just put in my water bottle, where, <laughs> <Too> long. <laughs> Making an iced uh, tea, <laughs> right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so that's really um, doing things like that, doing yoga and meditation. All of those things help lower your cortisol. Having good rest is a huge part of that. And then we'll end up seeing is like oddly enough, the side effects of that is not only are you reducing pain, reducing headaches, uh, you're also giving a lot of oxid antioxidants into your system. And that's a part of the disjointed blend as well. It's designed to create a lot of antioxidants so that your system can clear itself and, and you know the whole free radical thing and get stuff under control. So once you do that and your cortisol is under control, then you, again, besides the aches, you start sleeping better and you start losing weight uh, because a lot of times people are putting on weight. And the, you know there used to be like this whole saying about like the emotional baggage. Well, that's real. Like you literally put that on physically and we do the same thing with stress and the stress in our society and environment are not going to go away, but how we manage it and cope with it is totally up to us. Um, and, And it's so, I mean, I love what you do because it's always about like that mindset and it is like so much of it is a decision and a choice. And it's hard. Like it took years to be able to go, I'm not going to let that affect me. Not because I'm saying, I'm not going to let that affect me. And boom, it's all gone. It's literally at all. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. And so many people, especially like I run across it with a lot of our customers and they'll be like, I'm trying. And I'm like, Hey, don't beat yourself up. Keep trying. It's going to take a long time to really believe it and not allow yourself to take it like you really have to get there. And I think even then after that, you have to have your friends and your family and your close people in your life to be like, hey, stop owning that. That's not your problem.
0: Exactly. Yes. That makes a huge difference. Also affirmations help because I feel like, like the negative thought will come up or the anxiety will start happening. And then I just have to be like, Everything is always working out for me. (laughs) Like, I don't care if everything's on fire right now. This fire is working out for me. (laughs) Like, I don't know how, but it's going to. That helps, like, calm me down, because what you focus on, you expand. So if you're worried about, you know, it's not going to work out, or I'm going to lose my job, or I'm not going to get the promotion, like, you're magnifying all that fear, all that anxiety, and then, yes, you go into flight or fight mode, and you're releasing cortisol, your heart rate's going up, your blood pressure's going up, and you've just sent your body into a fight that's not even happening right now. That's that's the <laughs> part. It's not happening. I'm just thinking about it going to happen and my body's like we're there. Let's get it. Let's attack it. There's nothing
1: right. to attack. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, and if you don't get I think the biggest concern for me is when you see this in people and you see that they're not getting the anxiety under control, they're not getting stress under control, you see that they're not sleeping like you can see it piling and you see it getting worse And really the scary part is that will turn into major problems. Like people are like, oh, it's okay. Like they can fix heart attacks now. It's not just heart attacks. (laughs) I know, right? But a lot of people feel invincible. And one of the worst things I've seen happen to a lot of people is chronic fatigue syndrome. And that's when you essentially blow out your adrenal glands. And it's because your cortisol is always going And so then your adrenaline doesn't turn off. And when it doesn't turn off, like you said, you're always worrying about that thing. And adrenaline doesn't turn off, you actually run out of it. And that can be fatal, but not only that, a lot of times you just end up in a life where you don't have the ability, like you've essentially disabled yourself. You're not, you don't have the ability to continue to have a job and have a life because you can't, you don't have the energy, your whole body's adrenaline's gone. So you're not motivated they're typically find that they dramatically lose weight, appetite, They all they want to do is sleep because their body can't get, manifest enough energy. And so it's like, yeah, I mean, you could have a heart attack and get that fixed and keep going, but you could also end up like this other person where you're out, of, you can't make adrenaline once it's gone. Yeah. So, anyways, sorry. Yeah. Um,
0: two things that you talked about that I want to address is anger and anxiety, and then also um, sleep. So let's jump into the sleep first. Like, how do you handle insomnia or just struggling to fall asleep um, with any sort of teas?
1: No, that's a really good question. We actually have two teas for this because there's people that have like a harder time just falling asleep, mm-hmm. and group of people that once they fall asleep they keep waking up throughout the night and so we have lights out which is our normal sleeping tea Mm -hmm. and would be like hey i just i need to get my body programmed to go to sleep right or maybe your body is programmed to go to sleep but you're just having this night where you're like i don't know i can't shut off i just gotta keep going right so that's when you would use lights out and lights out, usually within 20 minutes of taking it, you can fall asleep and stay asleep. It's usually the one that is highly recommended. There's people that will freak out if they run out of it. Like, I'm like, it's okay. We can overnight it. Like <laughs> No, I'm out and I haven't slept in two days. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> but in this one, it's got herbs that, I, I love this blend because not only are there herbs designed to put you to sleep, but they also help lift your um, own self perception. Because like rose, for example, rose is an herb that when you smell it, just smelling it, not even, I mean, you don't even have to ingest it. Just smelling it actually releases endorphins in your brain that make you feel pretty. Like it bring, it gives you confidence. Like it'll make you feel pretty. It'll make you feel so much better about yourself. <laughs> okay. Okay, so the second blend we have is comatose. And comatose is so much stronger. Yeah, this stuff is serious. Like, it's so strong. I have taken it a couple times when I'm really like, I am not good. Like, I just, I actually can sleep for like 10 to 12 hours. Now, one of the things that's nice about comatose is it won't make it so you don't get up. Like, you won't sleep through your alarms or anything like that. But I always recommend comatose if light out didn't work because most of the time light out works and comatose is really like for um, people who genuinely have like sleeping disorders. Oh, okay. It has valerian root in it, California poppy, it has lavender, peppermint, um, hops, chamomile. Uh, It has all these herbs in it that are the combination. I think I also put lemon balm in it. The whole combination of that one is very strong. And so, um, when I do use it, it's pretty effective because uh, you definitely sleep. However, if you don't need it and it's too strong and you take it, you will want to keep sleeping. And so, yeah, you can get up and function. And then in a couple hours, you're like, man, I just need to take a nap. Don't so, <laughs> yeah, like, because you're just like, I'm great. I'm so chill. I'm just going to sleep more. Like, it feels so good, right? <laughs> <laughs> so that one, I definitely am always like, uh, try lights out first. Um, we do have plenty of people that take both. Um, is that combination like you're talking about of like, is your stress and anxiety so crazy that you can't, like, the lights out's not working? And then that's when you would want to do it. Because um, as we were just talking about, sleep is such a huge part of your well being. That's when your body gets the REM sleep. And if it's not getting that REM sleep, it does affect the release of cortisol. And you start behaving, there's all kinds of studies on it and we've got videos on it on our um, page and channel, but it's all about how you start behaving and your brain will just out of self-preservation start shutting down. And it's the opposite of like you were talking about, like going into that reptilian part with the fight or flight is in your brain. This is just like, your brain's just like, we're out. Like, we're not doing this. I didn't sign up for these shenanigans. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly. So, but again, that's where you'll get all the aches and pains when you're not sleeping. So, sleep is a huge part of it.
0: All right. Well, thank you for sharing those. I wrote all of those down. You said poppy and California poppy and lavender and peppermint and lemon balm. And I was like, wow, that's a lot that goes in there. So, this is just a sidebar, like, how long does it take you to make these teas, like, the drying process? I'm only asking this because I've been gardening, and I'm dry. Right. So, we're here. I'm just going to ask the question. How long does it take to do that, and then,
1: like, mix your blend together? I've been totally watching you garden, and I was like, oh, that's awesome, because, like, we to- we garden so much, and, like, I have all of our tea plants. I- even today, I was just posting. I, I have, like, this private tea bunny group where it's like, I post like all the behind the scenes stuff. And I'm like, tea's blooming. Uh, (laughs) But yeah, we have tea plants. And then, and we also have other um, raised flower beds that we grow herbs in Um, and it's everywhere. There's also a couple other local farms that, cause we just can't produce all of it, right? There's all kinds of places they come in from. But when they come in, um, the first thing we do is we wash them uh, and then after they're washed, I actually use a salad spinner and I spin them out. <laughs> hey, I never thought about that. I am just like, I don't, well, it's me, so I don't even
0: really wash them. Right, <laughs> <But>, yeah. <laughs> Throw them in the water and pack them down, you know, and pu- like I pull them out and then pack them down like a paper towel and then I just like wrap them and like hang them. But I'm pretty sure you have a much better method <laughs>
1: than I do. Well, it just depends on the volume, right? Like when we first started like trying to dry the herbs and figuring it out, we would like just tie them and hang them. And that was fine because we were doing like these small batches. But um, by the time we got to the point where like there were bushes that were hanging and like the, I was like, this is too, and the strings were breaking and I was like, we got to, we got to do a different thing. (laughs) What we did is. Um, it's kind of, I don't, you can do this a couple different ways, but we have like the, the screen you have for your windows Mm -hmm. You can just buy that screen and then you can get like picture frames or, or build your own frame, however you want to do it. And you, once you spin them out and I do recommend spinning them out because it's so much easier when you are padding them. Mm -hmm. The problem with that is obviously it takes longer because it doesn't all get off. But then depending on the type of herb, the water can get caught in somewhere and cause mold. So I just always spin them, um, but then I lay them on the rack and it just depends on the herb. Like um, anything in the mint family, like your lemon balm, right? Like you're gonna have so much lemon balm, next year. you're gonna be like, what? Uh, cause it just grows like crazy. Um, but the lemon balm, for example, I think it only takes like two days to dry. It just depends on your own climate you can always put them in a dehumidifier, some herbs you can cook. And so like, um, our cedar, I always, there's instead of picking it, uh, necessarily, cause cedar here grows all the time in Washington. And so like I have a cedar tree in my yard. That was kind of a prerequisite. Like I need my cedar tree. <laughs> and we have a cedar in our yard. That's just massive. And so I go out to him and I'll, I'll get some of his clippings. And then uh, with those, I actually toast them. And that's what happens is instead of drying them out on a rack, which you can do, I toast them because cedar also is an air purifier. And so it's like, ah, it's clean in the air too. So it's a, it's a win-win in my opinion.
0: I <laughs> want to take an herbal class, like learn how, like I learn, but I only learn like enough for what I need. So like when the is pandemic- happened and you know it was all COVID 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 I started researching like what kind of like herbs you can use to boost your immune system and that's how I ended up with the licorice and burdock root and I just started I got way more I won't even tell you um, I got a lot of stuff a lot of stuff um, skullcap was like one of the primary um herbs that were listed especially I think it was under Chinese medicine that's where I found that one yeah um and then that also led me to create the garden but it's it's a fascinating subject for me so when you talk about it it just makes me want to like take a class or learn how to get into it just to like do it for myself mm-hmm. and so that I have the knowledge and then if somebody says like hey I'm sick I'm like yeah it just makes a little fever few and a little school <laughs> <laughs> happen you know you'll yeah, be good <laughs> yeah oh and, I told you then that. I mean, that we we kind of like let go of because of modern medicine. So yeah, we don't rely on it as much, but I think there's so much um, validity, even just using turmeric because I work out a lot. That's how I started using the turmeric. And then I'm like, whoa, this is actually helping my stomach. Like my GI tract started feeling way better. And so now I'm hooked on taking turmeric every day, not just on the days that I work out. So yeah, kind of like... Like, this stuff works. It's not, it's, I don't have to take Tylenol or Advil. I don't take any of these other things. I can actually take something that's natural and good for your body and see immediate results. Because I was, like, in some, like, I was really sore. And I took it one night, and I woke up the next morning. I was still sore, but I was like, whoa, that's, like, drastic. And I've been in this sore place before, and it takes days to recover this quick. What is this stuff, magic? You know? Yeah, right. So. Yeah. Um, And then let's jump into this one, the GI tract, because that can definitely, with the cortisol, be affected by anxiety. So what do you recommend for people that are like me, (laughs) who have, like, I don't have IBS, I don't have, they don't know what it is. Like, I just have issues digesting. So I ended up switching from being a a heavy meat eater to, I still eat meat occasionally, so I'm not going to say I'm vegan. but I, I eat a lot of vegan, <laughs> but when I, when I feel, when it feels right, I might have like a piece of meat or some fish or something like that. So I try to say I'm just mainly vegetarian, but I'm not really a cheese person. So I'm, I'm in this very precarious place. Um, but so I switched my diet and that helped relieve a lot of symptoms like off the bat right there with digestion, but I still have issues and I I wholeheartedly believe that it is connected to like years of how I've processed stress. And now I'm trying to work backwards and undo it and I'm getting results. But what do you recommend for someone who is having these GI issues and believes that it's related to stress and
1: anxiety? Yeah, it's really common actually, where people won't, like you're saying, there's no real diagnosis But because your anxiety is releasing so much inflammation it obviously goes through your body but then on top of the inflammation when my example where i'm like hold that i gotta go throw up that's what happens to me because the acids will they'll lose their ph balance and they won't continue to work well together and so if you don't have the right ph balance and this is why probiotics are so popular it's because it helps bring back that ph balance right well A lot of times when people get the pH balance off in their stomach, it's pushing that inflammation into their intestinal tract or the inflammation is manifesting there because you have like these different energy points in your body and your chakras and that's where you're taking it in. Like you get people who have like chronic pain in their neck because if it's in your neck or your stomach or whatever it is, that's where your body is bringing in and processing that stress. And so if it's in your gut, which is pretty common, it doesn't necessarily mean you have a disorder or a disease. It just means that's where you're processing. Um, I actually process mine in my legs. And that was one of the things the Chinese doctor told me is he was just like, Oh, in my legs, I've always had problems with injuries. I've had problems with them even growing for a while. They thought I was a dwarf when I was a kid. Like I've had leg problems my whole life. That's where I carry my stress. And so. I tear an IT band when I just overdo it, you know, and so it's, it's kind of one of those things that's different. And so if you're carrying it in your gut and your intestines and your stomach and all these different things, uh, we have a tea called tummy tamer and oh my gosh, it tastes amazing. It's like, I don't care what it
0: is. I'm just going to buy it. I I won't even tell you how many probably thousands of dollars at this point I've spent. So I'm willing to try whatever it works. If you said it works, I'm trying it.
1: (laughs) It totally does. Uh, And when I made this one, kind of like your question before, like how is it you make your teas, right? So I like go through and I dry those herbs. But when I'm drying them, I can kind of like, and again, this is, you were asking about classes. We're, instead of teaching a normal herb class, that you could get from reading a book, we're teaching like intuitive herbal medicine. Mm -hmm. and so It's more of this where like, okay, this is dry. This herb needs to go into this blend and this is why. And it might be the two different cuts of the same chamomile. Chamomile is one where like with the energy of how it is, it might go in like our tummy tamer blend or it might go in our anxiety blend. It just depends on that particular clipping of it. But one of the things in the tummy teamer is it's got the chamomile. It has clove, cinnamon, ginger, peppermint. I feel like there's something else in there. Let me look real quick because I feel like there's another herb. I have them in front of me. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, no, that is it. It's oh. got chamomile, cinnamon, ginger, licorice root, and peppermint. Oh, So what's cool about this tea is it truly does taste like candy, and it's so sweet, but then you have like this sweet chamomile that's on the front, and then you've got that sweet licorice pulling all the way through, and it's super cool at the end with the peppermint. It's one of my favorite teas to drink, and like that cinnamon goes into and the cinnamon, intention is for your chi. I mean, all of these help balance out the acids in your stomach and calm the inflammation in your intestines. funny thing is is they're also a really good combination that gets your circulation and your blood flowing and your chi moving in your body and so I I love that tea it's so good I had to tell my mom all the time to stop drinking it I'm mm-hmm. like can't drink it that many times a day like you will end up with problems like stop <laughs> yeah, juice <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> okay I think we, so I wanted to cover insomnia oh anger let's hit anger and fatigue and then we're done. That's it. I'm, that's it. That's all I'm gonna ask. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I like keep asking about all these symptoms, but we'll just hit anger and fatigue and then we're
1: done. Okay. So the, the funny thing is, is those are actually very similar in mm-hmm. the herb world. And um, so with the anger and fatigue, a lot of times with anger, it's an overexertion of energy and fatigue is an underexertion of energy. And so what you're trying to do is you're actually trying to balance that energy. And when you're balancing that energy, it's coming through your hormones. Mm. So A lot of what I would recommend in that time is using herbs that would be more targeted to hormones and releasing them. Not just really like, so for example, like with coffee or energy drinks, like things with high volumes of concentrated caffeine, all of that's doing is releasing it's not balancing and you want balance you don't i
0: have a cup every morning without fail or a cup or two (laughs)
1: yeah Yeah. i the other day i actually drank too much chai and i in the morning and i was like shaking and my husband was like what would you do i was like i had two cups and i'm shaking (laughs) and i'm like okay we're gonna get all the things done (laughs) Here, I got it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> this is terrible. Um, yeah, you're fine if you're drinking like one or two cups. I think it's when you have like these huge amounts of it or like later in the day, you're taking on the caffeine. The energy drinks just straight up, they're bad for you. Like there's nothing good in that. No. <laughs> yeah. So, um, but what you'll find is like we have um, like girl stuff and boy stuff and none of your business and gentlemen's tea. And all of those ones are designed to balance your hormones. So there's times in your life when you have an a influx of the hormones, right? And that's where the boy stuff and girl stuff come in, where your hormones are very, very prominent in your life. And that's also when you're going to release a lot like of anger, like a lot of times when you have an overproduction of it, it's very easy to get angry or enraged or, you know, just being kind, not—I don't want to say irrational—but you just go there fast, right? And that's your first you're on high
0: alert, pretty much. Yeah, yeah. So
1: you're talking about that's like a PMS type tea, <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah. So girl stuff is to balance out the female hormones, and boy stuff is to balance out the male hormones.
0: Okay.
1: Then, as we get older, we actually lack them, and so as men and women age we just will start depreciating on those hormones. And that's when you will see we have a lack of energy. We do end up with um, maybe not being as responsive as we should, where we're just like, eh, it's all right, it's on fire. (laughs) You know, (laughs) like, it's getting worse. but, you know, so it's like, it's the same thing. Like you go from one extreme to the other. And so then the gentleman's tea and none of your business aren't designed to, again, balance out the male and female hormones. Um, and so in eating here, your burdock root is a good one for that as well. Like a burdock is really good for balancing. Um, chase tree berry. There's different types of a- gen- You said that other one, chase? Yes.
0: Yeah, C-H-A-S-T-E. Oh, okay. Chase. Okay. Chase tea.
1: Yeah. T- yeah. Or sometimes it's called vixenberry.
0: Vixen. Wait a minute. Those chase and vixen are like total opposites. I don't
1: don't understand that. (laughs) I don't know actually like why. Like I don't, I have never, I should say I've never, I don't remember why it's also called vixen. But like most herbs have at least five different names.
0: Okay. So we got bird fruit, and then the chaste slash vixen tea berry. Yeah, you got that, and that's good for balancing. I just want to just go back for a second. You said one of the teas is called None of Your Business. Yeah, that needs to be a seller. <laughs> like everyone in the world needs to be minding their own business and <laughs> drinking this tea. Please tell me what is in that tea.
1: <laughs> okay, so uh, let me find it on here because that was actually named because I literally was making the tea for myself, and then. My husband's like, what are you doing? And I was like, it is none of your business. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just like, ah. <laughs> but this one is, uh, it's the chase Chi berry, dance root, gong koi, milk thistle seed, and yellow dock. What's the, I've never heard of yellow dock. What's that? It's a root. Like, oh. burdock. like what? I'm sorry. Like your burdock.
0: Oh, Okay. That sounds interesting.
1: Yeah, and, and that one is to help stimulate your hormones.
0: Okay, that's what I was just about to connect. I would say as we get older, you said we don't produce as much of the hormones, so that will be a good one to use as you, like, when you say as we get older, what age are we talking here? Like, if you're in your 30s, should you be taking this? In your 40s? where do you?
1: When do you start taking that? That's a good question. I honestly believe it's per the individual, and I say that because, like, my hormones were completely changed at a really young age because I had a hysterectomy. So I was taking this tea in like my 30s. But some people, they're not going to take it until their 40s or 50s. You're going to start seeing signs. Like if you have those moments where you're just completely enraged and, and at an irrational level because someone put the groceries away wrong, you might want to think about taking it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> So, and we do have like some other ones that have worked really well for anger that are not based off of hormones. I really based it off of, it was, it's, they're part of our lifeline. And to me, when I was designing them, I really was focusing on the emotions we go through when we are going through stress. Um, we had a situation where we had five people close to us all commit suicide in 18 months. Mm-hmm. And it was just like, so like, I just couldn't, I just couldn't process it. And so my way of coping with it was I was, I made this line of tea and, mm-hmm. and so I kind of reflected on the different things that they were going through. And like some of them was, it was self-esteem. Some of them, it was just coping with the reality of this world we're in. Um, With some of them, it was things that were out of their control. And so they were behaving differently, right? Like some would behave with anger. Some would behave by like closing down. Like everyone was coping differently based off of what was going on with them. And so when we were making these lifelines, I kind of had those ideas in mind of like, okay, well, what are we going to do to be able to, if they're like super angry? Like, for example, there's some herbs that if you are experiencing anger you want to stay away from right they're just going to increase it like maca is a stimulant which is fabulous if you're depressed and need some energy to get up and get out of bed but if you're the person that's coping with it with anger this is going to be a terrible herb for you because it's just going to take you from angry to completely enraged Mm so it's like not good right Right. it just depends. So like one of the ones we did um, is anxiety. And again, those are herbs that are supposed to um, calm your chi, get your chi flowing. It's going to warm up your body. It's going to also release a lot of toxins in your system because there's a lot of antioxidants in it and it's calming. It's got the lemon balm in it, brimy, um, hops, things like that cinnamon that are just going to calm down. Right. But then we also have, um, like, if you've got depression coming in with this stress, we've got my circus. And my circus, even though it has some of these other things in it, it also has ginseng and St. John's wort. So it's like, okay, keep going, don't give up kind of thing, giving you some more energy. So it's not my monkey. This is another one um, in the lifeline. But with this one, it's got, like, wild yam in it. It's got the maca in it, ashwagandha. It's got these different... um, Actually, I just told you what semicolon was. Hold on. So, <laughs> my monkey. I'm like, wait, Ashwagandha and are in semicolon. <laughs> um, but, not my monkey has the chamomile, lemon balm, skull cap, lavender, and wild yam. And so, this one is something that it's like you're just dealing with the day in and day out. So, my monkey, um, my circus, and anxiety are by far the most popular ones uh, that we have for getting just like calm, dealing with the stress and anxiety, helping relieve some of the anger. Um, and again, if you are also in this position where you're just lacking motivation and energy and you're just like spent, that's when I would recommend the semicolon. Cause that has um, all the uppers in it, that it's going to help get you going.
0: Okay. Uh, for some reason, when I think semicolon, I think continue. So it's like, keep going. No. Yeah. Go. Like I, I was like, I know what that tea is about.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah,
0: exactly. <laughs> right, well, thank you so much for sharing all this wisdom with us. Um, I want you to just share with us how we can find you, um, buy some of your teas. I think, did you mention you were doing like a herbal class or something? Like if, you're, if you are doing one, please tell us how we can get involved with that too.
1: Sure. Yeah, awesome. So uh, you can find us on rabbitspantry.com. Or on Facebook or on Instagram. (laughs) (laughs) All of them are Rabbit's Pantry. And so you'll find us that way. And we definitely have, I think, 70 different blends of teas right now. A lot of them, if you are on our social media, you'll see all the videos. And those videos that go into explaining the herbs and explaining the teas and what they do. Because you can also just order the straight herbs from us. Uh, and we usually get them out really quick. It just depends on the post office of when they're going to get them to. It's hard to get out of Washington right now because it's on fire. So but, yeah, I was like, wow, oh, it's really slowing down stuff. Half <laughs> <But, laughs> <laughs> of it, we also do teach a lot of classes. Um, and so right now uh, I'm teaching the astrology class, which kind of folds also into the herbs. But our next herb class is coming out in October, and the herbology—it's uh, intuitive herbology. Mm-hmm. And learning all of the herbs and how to blend and what to do. Um, and we'll have conversations about making like an emergency herb kit, like because there's like twelve herbs that you just need to have on hand. Um, and then there's other ones so that you can, like you were saying, like you can have your own in-home apothecary and be like, we're gonna put a little of this in and a little <laughs> fix everyone up. <laughs> is the, um, I think you said Herbology. How long is
0: the Herbology class? Is it, is it just for the month or is it two classes? Can you go look, give a little bit more detail? Sure. It's 10 weeks. <laughs> oh, you're really going to learn something here that you're not playing around. <laughs> yeah.
1: yeah. No, this is the the class. I used to teach classes that were like playing around, but then people were like always wanting more. And so I was like, and what I found is people really wanted to understand not, don't, you know, yes, you can look up what an herb is, what it does, the history, but it's like, how do I literally use this herb? Like, right. yeah, yeah. And so like, we ship you the herbs and you touch them, you feel them, you smell them, you can try them. And then that's why you're going through and learning that herb at the same time. You're creating your own medicine book, if you will, that you re go through and you do at the same time. So it's it's genuinely making it so that you don't have to keep studying. You, we're gonna go into a gazillion herbs, uh, and I actually don't know how many are in it, but it's a lot. (laughs) um, I think it was like a hundred. I want
0: to do like I'm currently writing my book. And then I'm going to be working on the launch. I'm helping some other women write their book. So probably next year when I don't have like a thousand things going on. But it's definitely on my to-do list, especially since I started this garden. Um, but I want to make sure if it's 10 weeks that I've got like some serious time to dedicate and, and be focused. Because it doesn't make sense to like have knowledge. Because I've, I've got books, you know, I've got books. I got, you know, the, the secret herbal remedies, the secret hidden oh, yeah. I have those books but it doesn't really help if you don't know how to apply it and the fact that you even send the herbs and allow us to try or taste them as part of the class that's the hands on part I think that I've been missing so that's going to be on my 2021 um goals for sure yeah
1: oh for sure because it's so that was a big part of it to me too and then So like you, we would meet on like Tuesdays for an hour and then on like Saturday for an hour, but then you have the herb and you can taste it and like use the practicalness of it and be like, okay, now I know what I'm doing because I have the hands on.
0: Yeah, that's awesome.
1: Well, thank you so much. Um, I think that's, those are all my
0: questions and I might bring you back another time. I also want to say thank you guys. Jessica was the very first person that let me come on and do an interview with her. I I forgot like how I brought it up. You you were asking me about Instagram or something like that. And yeah mentioned that you know my goal this year was to get on more platforms and i've gotten on quite a few now but you were the one that opened the door for me so i just want to tell you thank you so much i was so nervous
1: <laughs> you did amazing you're still amazing i find you to be one of the most amazing people i know it's fantastic watching you just amount of love you have for everyone
0: oh i appreciate
1: that um and i enjoy
0: watching if you guys don't please go watch our videos She's extremely excited, like the whole time. Full energy, full throttle, and you can see the passion. You can see the joy. You can see the fact that this is not just a business to make money or some kind of hustle. Like, this is her life. And as as you've told your story, now I understand where the excitement and the passion comes from. It definitely connects and makes sense. So I'm all about supporting brands that they're actually living what they're talking about and it's not just you know money or something something trending right now like everybody's into this right now so i'm gonna do it so i would encourage you guys to please go support her and check her out she is offering us a code for 10 off all you have to do is use code trm10 and the percent sign i'm gonna say it again in case you missed it or you're listening to this on the podcast it's trm for the resilient me trm 10 and the percent sign All right, so we're going to close out this week, ladies, with our affirmations, and you can say them or be silent, it's up to you, (laughs) because everybody's like, what do I do? (laughs) All right, so I am loved, I am wanted, and I belong. That's all I have for you, ladies. Have an amazing week.